This is for the passionate, the purposeful, the men and the women who absolutely know that there is something bigger out there and that they're a part of it. And whether you are into spirituality or self-development, in this podcast, you will find the tools and the tricks and the practices to help you reach the potential of your higher self. My name is Sabrina McLean, and this is the Mindfully Bree podcast. Welcome to episode two, Staying Well in Times of Uncertainty. I wrote this article at the end of March when the pandemic was announced and people started to settle into the reality that our world has been changed forever. There is a time before this pandemic and there's a time during and there will absolutely be a time after. But it still all feels so uncertain. And I wrote this because I felt that the main focus was on preparing our homes for change, preparing our environments for change. And I don't think enough people were paying attention to their mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It was easy to go out and make the shopping list and stock up your fridge and your pantry with all of those goods that you knew you would need and you could plan for. But I wasn't seeing any news or any to-do lists or any help preparing mentally, preparing to deal with the mixed emotions that were going to arise with all of the changes that we were handling or not handling. And I really saw a lack of content out there that taught us how to look within when we're scared. How to connect to whatever higher power that we believe in, to have faith that there is a light at the end of this tunnel. And so I wrote this article to be that light for you. Whenever you hear this, whatever season of life you're in, I pray that this resonates with you, and this hits you exactly where you need it. I want to remind you that even though there are uncertain times and circumstances in our life, and there always will be, you can always prepare yourself mentally. You can always honor yourself emotionally, and you can always turn within yourself spiritually to build a foundation of faith that everything will be okay. Even if you can't see what okay looks like, even if you can't fathom the next chapter of your life, sometimes it's about putting faith in all of the hard work you've already put into your life and moving forward with that. So let's get started. There is a constant swirl of mixed emotions surfacing in all of us right now. For some, there are incredibly drastic transitions occurring in their household. Changes in their work schedule, the amount of pay, if any, the responsibility of continuing payments is weighing heavier than usual, 
while concerns of educating their children and trying to maintain their own sanity are growing bigger and bigger every day. Other people may be focused more on the virus that has struck globally, concerned about flights back home, elderly loved ones receiving proper care, trying to keep their immune system functioning optimally, making trips to the grocery store only to find out that what they need is out of stock. Then there are people who are struggling with the transition of being busy to being alone with their thoughts, no longer making plans with friends and trying to find an outlet to distract themselves from all of the emotions that are forcing themselves to surface. There's also the possibility that all of these things are being experienced by one person, a nasty cocktail of overwhelm, scarcity, and fear. There is no doubt that this pandemic is to be taken seriously. It's important that people are preparing their homes with the essentials to keep them healthy and safe for the time being. However, one thing that continues to be overlooked is how all of this is affecting your well-being. Health is not limited to the physical responsibilities of washing your hands, disinfecting surfaces, eating healthier, and maintaining a safe distance from crowds. What also falls under the category of health and wellness is mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Mental well-being. The well-being of your mind has a great deal to do with what it is you're consuming on a daily basis. If you're constantly watching the news, refreshing your social feed, surrounding yourself with people who are only sharing in negative stories, then you're aiding to a negative and low vibrational mental state. This way of thinking will begin to create deeply rooted beliefs about what is and what is not possible for you. And as a result, you'll begin to see limited world views where you lack control of everything, rendering you a victim to what happens to you. This virus has absolutely taught the world that there is an incredible amount of circumstance that will always be out of our control. However, what you always have control over is your perspective and the way in which you choose to respond to something. For example, there is no changing the bad news of the world today. There are unfortunate things happening to people all across the globe. What doesn't help is constantly reminding yourself of all of the bad things being experienced. Sharing more heartbreaking news than groundbreaking. Bonding with people over what is wrong with the world rather than what is right with it. The mind needs you to set boundaries for what it consumes because what you consume shapes the person you become. It's important to remain informed for sure but not overwhelmed, prepared, but not paralyzed with fear, connected with others, but not through the energy exchange of worry and stress. Your brain is an incredible tool that is constantly working to serve you. 
just as long as you know how to navigate it. A perfect example is if you ask yourself or your brain a question, it is programmed to search for the very best answer or solution possible based on the quality of your questions. Therefore, it's important that you're asking yourself proactive questions that are bringing you closer to the state of mind that you want to be in. Calm, peace, in control. Instead of asking with a tone of fear, self-doubt, or overwhelm, the question, what can I do about what's happening? Take a deep breath. Try asking with the intention to create change in your life right now. What can I do about what's happening? What you can do is turn off the news and connect with the people around you. Skype with friends. Step into your yard for some fresh air. Read that book you've been meaning to get to and maybe do some house cleaning. Start creating healthy boundaries of what you allow your brain to think about. That's how you prepare a mind for change. Emotional well-being. Honor the feelings that are surfacing for you at this time. If you're feeling sad for the people around the world dealing with loss of family, connection, and maybe access to income, then feel that sadness. If you're feeling scared because of your loss of structure, connection, and possible lack of income, then feel that fear too. The emotions that each of us experience are being triggered by an event. They may feel too intense, overwhelming, and maybe burdensome, but they deserve your attention way more than the news or social media does. Because each of these emotions is a gateway to get to know yourself on a deeper level. You are meant to feel all emotions, even if they aren't pleasant or coming at a convenient time for you. Don't shut out what you're going through because it's too hard to face. Because the longer you push away the feelings, the more challenging they become to face. An introspective perspective is a powerful tool that will help you navigate the brand new difficulties that are popping up for you. Instead of distracting yourself with substances, the latest news, food, video games, or any other stimuli you choose, stop to ask yourself, why am I running away from this? How can facing my feelings help me heal? Sometimes it's not about taking action, but rather just being with what you're experiencing. If you experience judgment arising about your feelings, examine it. Don't feel like you have to make a decision. Try understanding why you're not letting yourself feel authentically and what you can do to work through that belief. Get to know the activities that elevate your mood, help you relax, bring you peace, or make you feel a sense of safety. 
Learn the difference between when you need to feel connected to other people who understand what you're going through and when it's time to be alone with your thoughts. Each of us is experiencing a unique awakening that is bringing to light our greatest fears and also that which we are most grateful for. There's bound to be a mix of emotions, strategies to handle them, and community to share in this time of change. Express a little more self-compassion by tuning in to what it is you need most right now. Whether it's a really good cry, a self-soothing journal session, a podcast episode, or a phone call with a friend, it's just as important as stocking up your pantry. Take care of your emotions and take them seriously. They're here to help you. Spiritual well-being. Your soul is the vessel in which God, the universe, all that is, spirit, is communicating with you. In order for you to hear the messages meant for you, it's your job to turn down the noise in your life. An important part of a spiritual practice is removing the layers of junk that are not serving your highest good. A lot of these examples were mentioned in the mental and emotional well-being section, such as distracting yourself with coping mechanisms to hide what you're really going through. A great way to expand your connection with life force and source energy is by strengthening your intuition and slowing down the chatter of your mind. There are many different forms of meditation, but the one I'm suggesting I truly believe is for every person, and that's Vipassana. The goal of Vipassana meditation is simply to become aware of the present moment. This means bringing yourself out of the thinking mind, which is either meandering in the past or trying to create the future. Both of these places take you away from the only focus that really matters, this moment. The present moment is all that ever matters because it is the only moment that truly exists. Think about it. The past became the past, and the future will someday happen, but both must occur in the present moment. Therefore, at this moment lies your control over how you respond to how life is unfolding for you. Instead of worrying about what you've already lost or stressing about what may or may not happen, you can rest your attention into what is right now. Vipassana meditation is best when you wear loose-fitting clothes, making sure your waistband isn't too tight and you're not strapped for time. Give yourself a good 10 to 20 minutes, even if you don't sit for the whole time, you don't wanna feel rushed when you start. If you've never meditated before or practice focusing your attention on anything for more than 10 minutes, I suggest starting in a chair, preferably without any arms on the side. Rest the arms instead on your lap Palms facing down, keeping your back straight without being rigid, placing your feet firmly on the ground. One last and very important piece, bring an intention to your seat with you. 
a common one I like to use is to be patient with myself and with others because your thoughts are bound to take you away from the moment and into what is bothering you. Another good intention is to be kind to yourself and others. But the intention you choose is not as important as you just choosing one. You'll need something to anchor you back into the reason you sat down in the first place. And when this practice is done daily, you will really increase your level of self-awareness and the level of calm in your life. Let's review. Life will always be unpredictable, filled with circumstances and events out of your control. The way to navigate through tough times is by focusing on all that you can control. This pandemic has opened the eyes of the world to what truly matters, what never did, and how fragile life can be. It is not enough to prepare your pantry and your refrigerator with foods that will give you a strong and healthy immune system. Yes, do that. But if you're worrying, living in a fearful state, and not taking care of your soul's needs, you'll continue to lower your vibration every day. Start by setting boundaries for your mental health. Create space to allow your emotions to surface and cultivate a practice of awareness into your daily routine. Even after the chaos of the world begins to settle and life proceeds to merge into a new normal, these three ways of improving your health will still be just as significant. Don't ignore the relationship you have with yourself because it's uncomfortable to face. Start by bringing your attention to the parts of you that need it the most. Be gentle as you adopt these practices into your daily routine and be kind to the person that you are becoming. Life does not get easier, my friend, but you do get better as long as you keep going consciously. Change will begin to show up in your life when you show up for yourself. Love, heal, and grow. Hey, Mindful Fam. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you got exactly what you needed. And make sure you come back every Monday where I'll be sharing brand new episodes ranging from channeled content and meditations to goal setting and accountability. I really want to be a part of your journey of evolvement into the greatest, highest version of you. And I'm so thankful that you're letting me. I'll see you soon.